Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. You have found me at my little corner of the internet. Welcome to Off the Bench. Today, we're going to pick up a topic that I have talked about many times at this show. And uh, I've got a wonderful guest on with me. Kelly Harbaugh is here today. And we're going to talk about the challenges of working from home and homeschooling your kids. This is going to be really encouraging, you guys. Stick around. I think you're going to be glad you came. All right, you guys, so before we get started, I want to remind you that we uh, have a continuing and growing community over at MomStrong International. If you guys are interested in knowing the Bible more, this is something else I'm going to talk to Kelly about. If you guys are interested in knowing the Bible more and equipping your children to understand God's word, MomStrong International is the place that you want to be. This was uh, sort of breathed out of my book, Becoming MomStrong, but it's something I've wanted to do for a really long time. So check it out at MomStrongInternational.com. All right, there are a lot of people leaving the public school system. I mean to tell you, they are leaving in droves. And it's high time because we've seen now for many, many years that the public school is injuring children, body, soul, mind, and spirit. And uh, and parents have a responsibility. Our first responsibility, according to God's word, is to care for our children, to train them up in the way that they should go. And it's really hard to do that when they're uh, being sent to an institution five days a week that's telling them the opposite of what God says is true. And it's really injuring our children. So a lot of people uh, taking their kids out of school, some people putting them in private schools, uh, some people doing pod schooling, but a lot of people turning to homeschooling. And one of the things I hear more than any other thing in terms of a deterrent for homeschooling is people will say, well, I have to work. And I don't know how I could work and homeschool my kids. Well, I'm excited to talk about this today. Kelly Harbaugh is on the show with me today. She has actually figured this out. Many of you guys know that I am also a working homeschool mom and have been working for a very long time. So we're going to talk a little bit about how we made that uh, happen and then give you guys a push in the right direction. Kelly, my friend, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm excited to be on the podcast. Thanks for having me on today. Well, I'm glad that you're here, but you're doing, you're also uh, helping out on staff at MomStrong International. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what you're doing uh, for MSI? Sure. Well, my background is really in um, content management. And so um, on the bigger sense, I've been helping with kind of planning the Bible studies and just giving some guidance on the content there. And then for the last couple months, for May and June, I've actually been teaching the Bible studies each week. So um, that's been different for me, but it's been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, it's good. Well, I was just telling you before we before we started recording uh, how excited I am to have you uh, on the teaching staff as well as, you know, so, so, sort of going beyond uh, content management even. So it's exciting. But you really have a passion for helping moms stay home with their kids. Those of us who uh, work from home, and I've done this for years and years. And sometimes, you know, I worked for a long time, I worked nights at the hospital, but then that was hard on our marriage because Jay would come home from work and I'd be like, hey, there's a casserole in the oven. I'll see you at two in the morning, you know, and then we're, we're switching off. And those were difficult years too. But uh, I discovered, as you did, that there are ways that I can make money on the internet and uh, discover my voice at the same time. You have a real passion to talk to moms about this. And I'm sure that, like me, you hear all the time from homeschool moms or want to be homeschool moms or homeschool moms that are just, you know, tired of feeling like they're broke all the time, which frankly, the Biden administration is not helping that one (laughs) iota. I just got back from Costco, girl, and it's not pretty. (laughs) I'm telling you what. Uh, but uh, tell us a little bit about why 
you are excited about this topic and sort of where you came from because you, you're a homeschool mom. I am. And I started homeschooling very late in the game. Um, just to tell you a little bit about my family, I have two grown children and then I have a latecomer seven-year-old. So I'm kind of on the second time around. Um, but with my, <laughs> my, my two older uh, kids, they were actually in fourth and eighth grade when I started homeschooling. So at that point, we had already tried both private and public school, actually. And, you know, this was really more like 20 years ago. So we weren't facing all of the same things that that many people are facing today. Um, But at the same time, I could see challenges and it was I could see both of my kids needing more, needing things that the school couldn't give them. Um, It was very frustrating having no family time. Right. My, My kids either spent their day, their entire day was getting ready for school, being at school, dinner, doing homework getting ready for school the next day. hundred <laughs> percent. I know yeah. there's a lot of moms, you know, nodding in agreement. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. So, um, but I worked full time and um, actually I'm one of those moms who always wanted to homeschool. Um, I don't, I know probably the words came out of my mouth a couple of times. Oh, I could never do that. And that had more, right, right, right. yeah, like oh, we've all said that. But I, right. was, I was never one of those people that, that was like really opposed to it. I always wanted to. In fact, with my kids were little, I, when they were just like the first one was getting ready to start school, I was at a church that was actually very pro-Christian education. They ran a school. They had a very big homeschool community. And I remember them having this day where all, there was curriculum laid out and there were people there to answer questions. And this was like, yeah. you know, late 90s, you know. <laughs> so um, I remember I just chickened out. I was just really afraid. Like, what what would my family say? What, what are people going to say? I, I was just worried about what people would think. And so that kind of got put aside for a while. And instead, you know, I was working full time. I had a good job. I could afford to send my kids to private school. And that's what I did. Mm -hmm. But in the end, you know, if you have a school that teaches the Bible, that's better than public school. Right. But in the end, um, the classroom setting is just not always optimal. In fact, most of the time it's not optimal. And by the time we got to this point, fourth and sixth grade, I could see, you know, I had one child where school had kind of sucked all the life and motivation out of them. And then I had another one that was just the opposite, which I think is just as bad of a problem because I was this person, this, she was the one that, you know, if she didn't make honor roll, it was just devastating. Right. Right. She's devastated. Right. right, And school, everything revolves around that. And those are both bad problems. And so there were, there were a couple different challenges there that I just knew, I knew that they needed, I really wanted to homeschool. And I had been, at this point, I had really been thinking about it for a couple of years. And it really hit me the one day when I, it was like a Saturday where we had chore day. And there were some days when I didn't really mark everything out they needed to do, right? And the day would just drag along. What do I got to do next? What I got to do next, right? <laughs> and then there was one day that, you know, we just started with a checklist, do all of these things, and then you're done. And I'll tell you what, that got done so fast and they were done for the day. And just something clicked in my head and said, what if we did this with school? <laughs> you know, what if they just, you know, the, my kids are older now. They were, I at least had an older one that could be responsible and, um, you know, kind of take care of being there during the day because I was still working outside the home at this point. And so that's where we started, right? My, my, I of course encourage people to find a way to work at home, but in the beginning, you may have to start with what you have. And I actually worked outside the home and homeschooled for two years before I was able to, I, you know, I went back to school, I got my master's degree in writing and started freelancing. But I was like going to an office, you know, nine to five in eight to five in a cubicle every day, 
Um, and how old yeah, were your kids when were, this was happening? Yeah, my kids were, um, well, they were eighth and, uh, I'm sorry, fourth and eighth grade. So I, you know, I, I can't remember the ages around there, but so I had, and they had, we had neighbors that were around it. That's not always like the best thing for everybody. Right. Yeah. But there's so many, there are so many people that say, mm-hmm. oh, I, you know, I work outside the home. So there's absolutely no way. Yeah. And what you're saying is, no, there is way. Well, yeah, I've seen. So first of all, with us, whenever my oldest wasn't there, I had, there was another mom who was a work, she was a CPA and she had her office, you know, basically built her office right outside her house. So she homeschooled and her daughter was like right there. And so we kind of, she helped me out on the days that my oldest couldn't be there because of an activity and helped watch my younger one. And we, we were both in same umbrella school. So we would trade off taking both the girls to field trips. Her parents on standardized test day, back then when we still did standardized testing in Tennessee, they, um, her parents took both girls for us. So we found different ways to make it work. And I know other moms who do this more on a full-time basis where they either have family or a big one is um, homes- high schoolers who homeschool. Mm-hmm. You probably can't get one high schooler if, if it's full-time. You probably can't get one high schooler who has the time to do it full-time, right? But if you have two or three that um, can trade off that responsibility, you know, homeschoolers who high school have a great um, flexibility in their schedule, right? And they understand sure. homeschooling. So that's that's another option out there. I've seen homeschool families help each other out, just like this woman and I did, where you know she was at home and she took my child whenever I needed it. So I, I've seen all kinds of different ways. I knew a legal assistant who she had a middle schooler at home and they let her keep Skype on all day. And she was virtually working side by side with her student all day, you know? So it, where there's a will, there's a way, right? Like, like right, you always right. say, you can find yeah. a way. Childcare is the hardest thing, right? But once once you find a way to work that out, if you unbundle school and childcare, then it's it's not as hard as you think because you really have two objectives, right? Childcare and time. And so the first thing is childcare. And we've just talked a little bit about that. But th- there's another thing that gets me a little here when people talk about childcare, because a lot of times what they're really saying, and I've been in this position, so I'm not judging it, but what they're really saying is, I can't afford to give up public school because that's who's watching my kids during the day. And I realize that's a very real problem, but I think we also have to admit that we have, we have gotten in that position, then we have become dependent on a government program. I mean, that, that's really what it is. We, I think as, as Christians, as conservatives, we're really quick to point out other ways people become dependent on government things and that that keeps them from you know, having the freedom to do things. But I think that we turned a blind eye to that when it comes to public school. And so I think that I I realize that that some people that's going to take a hard, it's going to take a long time to figure out, but I think it can be figured out. And I think, you know, it might be that you, um, you know, maybe you have to change the job or the type of job you're doing to be able to work that out. Um, you know, I actually, I was in a sales job. I was making a good bit of money when I started homeschooling. I took more of a, like, at a desk, you know, I took a bit of a pay cut, right? And, you know, took more of a, like, a rote accounting type job for a couple of years while I worked on that degree to be able to, you know, come home and freelance. So um, I'm definitely not, working homeschooler is not about, um, it's not about you can have it all, you know? This isn't like mm-hmm. the feminist, you got to, you know, protect your career, you know? And it's kind of a lie. 
Yes. Like, I actually don't like listening to people who say, you can have it all, you know, and then they, they put a picture of, you know, Britney Spears and then you know, <laughs> look at her. She's got all this. But well, it didn't work out very well for her. So many people, particularly in the entertainment industry, who say, you know, you can have it all. You can you, you can't have it all. Basically, what we're doing in this and in, in the culture right now, we do this particularly as mothers is we're making value statements. We're deciding what do we value? What's important? And uh, it's why I like to say where there's a will, there's a way, because when we decide what's important, then we have to start praying about it, start looking at our options. You've come up and you mentioned it briefly, uh, but we haven't really talked about it. We're going to take a quick break. And when we, when we come back, I really want to jump into this with you because you've actually uh, started a website. It's called workinghomeschooler.com where you're really training these uh, women mostly, but I'm sure there's men too, but just training people, hey, you can actually homeschool your kids uh, even if that second income is uh, something that you can't live without. So this is a great conversation uh, and a great topic. And we're going to keep it up. We'll be right back. All right. So Kelly, before the break, you said briefly that you, you hint, you know, you, you mentioned your website, which we haven't uh, jumped into yet. So I want to, I want to do that. So you developed workinghomeschooler.com and really the heart behind it is to train up uh, people who are want to stay home with their kids, but just haven't quite figured out how to make it work financially, right? Yes, that's, I, I would say some is figuring out how to, to stay home and make that work. And the other is just trying whatever you have, trying to figure out how to make your work schedule work, even if you're outside the yeah. home, right? How to, how to make it work today. Because if, if you need to start today, like if you really want to get your child pulled out of school, like tomorrow, um, like I said, for me, it t- took me two years. Other people have made it, you know, just work out, especially if there's family involved. So, yes, the um, the goal is really to help people learn how to make home homeschooling and work fit together. Right. And so, you know, we talked about child care before as being one of the two objections. The other one is time. The time is the easier one to figure out. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. <laughs> when I, um, you know. One of one of the one of the other things that kind of got me thinking about homeschooling when I was working is I was actually spending the same amount of time as our state required homeschool hours after after work, helping with homework. I mean, my kids were in school all day and then spending hours on homework and, you know, they're struggling with something and you realize they really need to kind of go back to last week and relearn that again. And, and there's like, that was my experience too, when, I, yeah. when our daughter was in school. Yeah. 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 And, um, and then there goes your home life. Yes. Now you have no, now you have no home life because your kids are at school all day. And then when they come home, you can't really even be with them because you're doing homework. Exactly. Exactly. Whereas when you're homeschooling, that, that family time is kind of integrated, right? You don't, instead right. of, instead of standing over, you know, even if you have a younger child, instead of standing over that, you know, eight-year-old trying to make sure they finish the worksheet that the teacher wants done by tomorrow, you know, you can be cuddled up with them reading a book, you know, you can be, right, right. It, it's, it, it very much brings back your, your one-on-one and your family time. So, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, you and I both know it doesn't take like an eight-hour day to homeschool. Right. Well, and that's that's a big, how long does it take, Kelly? Because that's one of the, the big questions that people ask is like, hey, I don't, I can't homeschool my kid. I always tell people, listen, if you're homeschooling your kid from eight o'clock in the morning to three in the afternoon, you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should be able to get it done, especially if your kids are little, in just a couple of hours every day. So it really, after that, it's time management. It's trying to figure out, okay, what am I going to do with my my kids? I love, and I wrote this down, I love that you said, um, checklists early on in our interview, checklists save my bacon. I gave my kids every single day a checklist that I created for them on the computer 
And I would just give it to him in the morning. These are things we have to get done today. And when you're, you know, when you reach a point where you need help, come and find me. But I had, you know, six kids that I was trying to figure out how to, how to juggle that. Those checklists and that intentionality makes a massive, massive difference. Yeah, it sure does. And that's, that's really how I did it with, with my older kids. You know, when you ask about how long it takes, I mean, really, you know, four hours is a long homeschool day, right? And it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I, I think where people get confused, I think where people get confused is their state probably has a requirement of you're required to do this many hours a day of school, which in Tennessee, where I live, it's four. But that doesn't mean you're sitting down making them do like, clerical work for four hours a day. Right, 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 right. right. Seat work. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the time that they're reading, the time that, you know, with the little kids, this kind of works different with younger and older, right? With the little kids, you can be playing games together. You can be reading together. You can be watching some things together. You're going to have some traditional work, right? Most people do, but it's not four hours of, um, it's not four hours of like traditional schoolwork sitting at a seat and sitting at a desk. So I always say there's like a sliding scale. You know, with my older ones, I had the advantage that they could do a lot during the day. They had their checklist and I could come home and go over it. I actually used a um, a curriculum that had a, an audio track for dads that was meant for them to listen to on their drive home every day so they would know what to discuss um, nice. about that week. And so I would listen to that at work. And so that would help me to be all prepared whenever I got home. So that was really helpful. But you know, they were really doing most of their work during the day. In the evenings, I would be looking over what they did, going over, you know, with them, maybe some things that, um, you know, they, they needed to be prepared for the next day. But the other thing was we could combine things. We could combine, there were, you know, we used a curriculum where you could combine ages. So there was a lot of work that my two kids could do together. They might be reading on different levels, but they're studying the same Everybody time wants to know what you were using. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> wants to know. I was using Tapestry of Grace. There is a lot of, I still use it. There are a lot of great curriculums out there. That happens to be one. Their homeschool curriculum tends to be, most of them, geared towards teaching to multiple ages and trying to combine subjects and things like that. And that's another advantage, right? Because another thing people right. think is, especially if I have two kids, how am I going to do this school with this child and this school with this child. But actually a lot of it can be combined. You know, they're they're both reading about Egypt, but you know, the little ones reading about pyramids and the older ones, you know, reading about more in-depth stuff. Is this so. the same one that came with the soundtrack for dad? Yes, it is. That is it crazy. Is. I called, didn't know that about yeah, tapestry. It's it's called pop quiz for dads. And yeah, it was it was one of my favorite things because I just listened to it work and I would like on my lunch break, I'd sit down and start drawing out a timeline and just be listening to it. So it really helped me to multitask. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, really, the time the older kids they may it may take them longer to do their work, but they can do more independently. The younger kids they may need more from you, but they only need like an hour or so. You know, maybe in between yeah. they need a couple hours, and you know, it's yeah, it's kind of a sliding scale, right? Right. Yeah, I agree. Well, and I think you're kind of telling moms, listen, don't overthink it. I think so much of what you know we get hung up because we overthink it. And we try to uh, compare school, traditional school, which is what most of us grew up with, is what most of us know. And we went in, we, we well, they don't anymore, but we did the flag salute. You know, we, we were there all day long. You know, the bus, a lot of us, you know, the bus would pick us up at 7.30 in the morning. We didn't get home till four o'clock in the afternoon. And that is a parent's paradigm, right? That's, mm-hmm. that's how they're looking at homeschooling, but we don't need to look at it that way. Uh, in the last uh, couple of minutes that I've got left, I've got about two minutes left. I really want you to talk about uh, workinghomeschooler.com oh, okay. uh, because sure. I want people to check it out. And so explain if you, if you don't mind really briefly, 
kind of what it is mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and then how people can access it. So Working Homeschooler um, has a resource center that you can sign up for. It has um, a few different things. It has courses that I have taught in the past um, that help you get started with homeschooling and take into account things like making a schedule, a time block schedule, and working with figuring out childcare, things like that. So it's a homeschool course that includes the things that working moms need. But also in there are lots of videos that I've done over the past few years, um, lots of Q&A videos and, and things that you can look up. You can search right in there and it searches all the transcripts and finds exactly where I talk about that in the video. So it's also a great Q&A resource. I have a lot of curriculum guidance in there, a lot of downloads, planning guides, and then I am putting new content in there every month, every month, a different topic. This for July, we're going to talk about some of the things we just talked about, combining resources, like combining your kids into, um, you know, studying the same thing at the same time and how you can combine subjects to just, you know, make that time work a little bit better for you. Um, So actually, you can find that at workinghomeschooler.com. There's information about the resource center. It's called the Working Homeschooler Hub. And um, it's just it's just a great resource to be able to get some step by step formal guidance, get some resources you can download and also be able to just do a little searching, some Q&A. So is uh, it's a subscription, right? It's a membership program. And when people uh, click on it, then they have, once they become a member there, and Moms International runs very similarly. I mean, we have a, a membership there. It's very affordable. And the uh, the information that you get in uh, in return is so worth the investment. Just the training and getting to listen to somebody like you who's sort of been there and done that because there are so many moms right now who are at the jumping off place and they realize that they want to do this, but they're just afraid. So I'm excited about this. I'm really excited to see it flourish and grow. And uh, other moms really who have been there and done that using their experience and helping uh, the newer generation of homeschool moms really make this thing work. It's just, it's a, it's a powerful, powerful thing. So again, that's workinghomeschooler.com. And uh, Kelly, you are a treasure. It's uh, wonderful to have you on staff at MomStrong International and be using your gifts and talents as a writer uh, and now as a teacher. Uh, at MSI. So I cannot wait to see where this goes. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. It's been fun to have you. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Thanks. If you guys want more information on Kelly Harbaugh and her uh, and her awesome ministry to those of you who are looking to stay home with your kids and homeschool them and figure out how you can juggle working and homeschooling, this is going to be an awesome opportunity. Check it out, workinghomeschooler.com. I will link back to it in the show notes today. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you back here again at the intersection of faith and culture.